Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to episode 510 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name, Mozeva, is Armitage, and over the course of the next hour, I'll be playing your music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Jesse Malin recorded live at the borderline just off Charing Cross Road a couple of Fridays ago. That actually was his opening track, which obviously was Basement Home. And uh, instead of entering the stage uh, from the wings, he chose to do so by walking through the crowd from the back while singing the first verse. Now, for those of you who are familiar with the layout of the borderline, will testify too, if you're standing a few feet from the bar, uh, the view of the stage is partly obscured by a pillar. Sound is perfect, hopefully you uh, just heard. However, first I knew of Jesse's route to the stage was when he put his hand on my shoulder so he could squeeze past me as the place was, quite rightly, packed. Uh, what followed was nearly two hours of sublime acoustic rock. To say he had the audience in the palm of his hand hanging on every anecdotal word 
would be the understatement of the year. Unfortunately, because between songs the people who were watching him were so quiet, the conversations from the people right at the back of the club by the merch, who were oblivious to the fact that you wouldn't talk during a play or a film, as that would be rude, were amplified to the point that Jesse had to tell them to quiet it down. And later on, someone just behind me had to tell them very politely to shut the fuck up. What is the point of paying good money to see Jesse when uh, you're going to ignore him talking throughout the whole set when the crowbar is only 25 yards away? Uh, it was a fantastic gig uh, and it was well worth the gridlock snail pacing traffic to and from it. Pledge time and Bridget West and the Desperate Host Falls campaign, even though it has about six weeks left to run, has reached its target. Now, this leaves you at least two paydays, so you can also get a copy before it's generally released. Originally, the album was going to be called In the Blood, with accompanying artwork to that effect. However, it has been rechristened to From NY With Love, demonstrating Bridget's links to the city that never sleeps, my you. Having said that, when I lived there at the end of 1986, the only place that was open so I could get something to eat on Christmas Day was a fast food place on Times Square called Roy Rogers. In the age of titles, sporting brackets, I would have had In the Blood somewhere in the title as uh, music obviously runs through Bridget's veins as it does through her desperate hopefuls, who are Keith Gibbs, Richie Hudson and Robin Guy. In Six Degrees of Separation, the Just Heard Jesse Manning played on How To Be Good that can be found on Bridget's first solo album. From New York, is isn't out until September. But I've been graciously given an advanced copy that I've been playing to and from work over the last week. You've already heard me play Lie to Me and uh, only a few shows ago, A Permanent Ink. So now you're going to get a third in the shape and form of Close to Defeat. <laughs> Well, I 
Bridget West and the Desperate Hopefuls, along with headliners and role models, are up at the Black Heart in Camden on the 10th of September. Also on the bill are Lost Peppers, The Empty Page and Brandy Row. Or is it Row? Anyway, however you pronounce it, it sounds like it's going to be a great night. Talking of the crowbar, as I was, whilst having a quick drink in it before the Jesse Mallon gig, Billy Velo, vocalist with him, wandered in to much glee from the squirrel who could see an Eric photo opportunity suddenly presenting itself. For those of you who are friends with me on Facebook, you'll have already seen the resulting picture of Billy forcing Eric to drink a can of Red Stripe. Now, before you start clambering for the phone to contact social services, Eric is a six-inch squirrel. Now we've cleared that up. Him guitarist Lynn Lindstrom, bassist Mitch and keyboardist Burton under the guise of Daniel Lionai, along with drummer Seppo, will on the 19th of August release their third album. Imagine a safety title called Volume 3. The band have just released a track from it called Raven Song, which suspiciously sounds like this.
Thanks to rock and roll technology and reasonably priced studio time, many bands who were once footnotes in rock and roll history, but important footnotes nonetheless, have been able to release long out of print private pressings or in a state of midlife crisis, gather demos and alternate recordings, blowing the dust off them and making them readily available to their musically star fans. One such band is TVI. Yes, obviously named after the Stooges song of the same name. Now, I can't claim to have been waiting for 17 and Easy Action Records all my record collecting life to put something out by them. The extent of my knowledge, uh, which came from far too much Googling of the Stooges, was that Dave Cussworth had been in the band and one, if not two, had ended up joining a fledgling Duran Duran where one of TVI's songs was recycled into Rio. I kid you not. What I didn't realise was that Black Bombers drummer Dave Twist was... TVI's drummer. It's a small world, but I wouldn't want to paint it. Without any TVI recording to play you, yet, it's going to be up to Dave Cussworth and his solo version of their song, Stevie's Radio Station, which is available on Dave's Life Let Gone anthology to get you in the TVI mood. This is, in actual fact, the song that Duran Duran turned into Rio. Once you know, you can never unknow it.
got a CD the other week from Billy Talent. The promo blurb that accompanied it said that they were a punk band. Now, to me, being an old bastard, punk was a musical genre that lasted three years tops from 76 to 78 that seemed to uh, have developed independently in the US, Britain and Australia. Anything else after that was consigned to a multitude of different names. New Wave, Hardcore, up to name but two. My 15-year-old daughter's definition of punk is somewhat different from mine. Five Seconds of Summer, she regards as punk, where, to me, they're a guitar-driven pop band. Billy Talent fall outside of my benchmark, but quite easily fit alongside the likes of the Bay Hill Babies. Billy Talent are a band, and not a man, that come from Canada, and for some strange reason, I thought that Gillen bassist John McCoy's son was their drummer. After some serious googling, I found out that John McCoy played on the opening and ending credits to Space 1999. However, after asking top roadie and Samson archivist Rob Grain, I discovered that it was Billy Club was the band that he was in. That was one word out. The band are over here in the UK this October, and with my daughter going to see the 1975 in December, I wonder if she'll be interested in seeing Billy Talent at the Roundhouse on the 23rd. The band have just shot a video to Louder Than The DJ, asking a, for a crowd of people to turn up as if they were going to go and see either the Ramones or the Bad Brains. Sounds promising. There is also, as well as the regular album, a deluxe two-CD version of Afraid of Heights that has a host of demos on it. Of course, I only got sent the normal one. <laughs>
up an album from Bandcamp on Tuesday by a band called Slick! Exclamation mark. No, not the mid-year one from the mid-70s that left the sea out. Oh, there's an invite for a joke if I ever heard one. But the one from Oakland, California. It, for even Americans, for once, got the spelling right. If you're a long-time listener, you are well aware that I started collecting records and getting into music around 1973, where the likes of Slade, Sweet, Mud and Gary Glitter were kings on top of the pops come Thursday night. And at the weekend, you'd had Ed, Stupot, Stewart and Junior Choice, where the same bands, along with some token Americans in the form of the Osmonds or David Cassidy, to keep my older sister happy, were played. So when I get to hear of a band that replicates the sound from that era, I'm going to investigate them. Slick are one such band, especially when they blend into some proto-punk power pop as well. The band have been only going since last year, the brainchild of Nicky Slick, who is joined by Carlos Palincos from Apache on bass. You know I pronounced that wrong. Who cares? And I'm going to do this the same with Joey Genovis, frontman of the BTs on rhythm guitar, and Matt Costa, hurrah, who currently plays drums in both Apache and the BTs. With such a band interconnectedness, a tour featuring all three of them seems an obvious thing to do. So they are, in Europe and... And, including the UK, well, Scotland and England, the London date is at the Finsbury pub where no doubt you'll see me. This is Slick and Telephone Tough Girl from the self-titled debut out on King Rocker Records.
Following straight on after Slick was the aforementioned touring and band buddy Apache uh, with Bullet Train. Um, I would have played something by the BTs, but I can't. As they uh, haven't released anything yet. Well, not to my knowledge. I was trying to be wrong, though. Uh, on last week's episode, or is this show anyway? I played a demo by The Curse instead of the unmixed track, which is going to be on their still untitled follow-up to 2014's World Domination that their bassist, Hacking, had originally sent me. Logic dictates that I should play, no doubt, uh, on today's show. Instead, because when has ever Logic played a vital role in anything, I'm going to play you Don't Teach Daddy How to Fuck, as A, it's a great song, and B, (laughs) this is my show. week's show you'd have heard my bitter disappointment on taking ownership of the damn documentary don't you wish that we were dead dvd a couple of days later that we are twisted fucking sister dvd arrived i'd already seen it on netflix but the dvd came with a disc of bonus material and for me to watch netflix i have to go through my daughter's week although i have discovered i can get netflix on my computer at work however i don't think watching twisted sister during work time is a good idea JJ French has amassed hours and hours worth of early band footage that even predates Dee Snyder. As with the MC5's A True Testimonial, if you can get hold of a copy, you don't necessarily have to be a fan of the band to enjoy it. The story, the anecdotes and the spinal tapisms will more than make up for any lack of knowledge. I've only seen Twisted Sister once when Anti-Product were supporting them at the Astoria back in 2004. Mind you. I shared a flight to Newark, New Jersey, and then a bus to the Port Authority on Manhattan in November 1986 with J.J. French, with him basically telling me the whole of Twisted's life story. Well, I did ask him to. 
With the death of drummer AJ Perot in 2015, this year sees the band winding things up with the 40 and Fuck It tour. Bloodstock Derbyshire in August will be our last chance to see them live. Next to Kiss, Twisted Sister were the best cartoon superhero band you wanted to be. I wanna rock! Fantasy Lane, and for the life of me, I can't remember where I first heard of them. Bearing in mind it was only on Wednesday. I'm getting old, don't you know? Brain cells are dying off faster than I can replace them. Oh, yes. Rough Justice. Rough Justice had a link to them on Facebook as they've got an up-and-coming gig together. See? I can remember stuff. <laughs> uh, I can't seem to find a website page for them, let alone one for Facebook. Bandcamp on the other poor has a seven-track demo, free to download by them, called Demos 16, which came out in May. This is Give Me A Reason from said demo. <laughs>
to make to Dead Furious. A few weeks ago, I played the very excellent debut track by them called Listen to T-Rex. Unfortunately, I played the low-res version. These things happen. I copied the wrong file. In actual fact, uh, it was the soundtrack to the video. Don't ask. Uh, To make amends, I'm going to play a track from the band's up-and-coming Devil's Music EP called Get Down Y'all. Thursday, my mate Sham at work sent me a BBC news link to the story that businesses in southern India were going to let their employees take the day off yesterday, that was the 22nd July, future and non-war rock radio listeners, so they could attend screenings of a new film starring Tamil cinema superstar Rajin Kertha. Yeah, I'm not going to apologise. They, they, sorry, Sham. They say it is to avoid people calling in sick, turning off their phones or simply failing to turn up for work. I can't really see British businesses doing that for the next insert film here. I was going to email him back a link to Isaac, which is one of my all-time favourite films, which is about a group of Pakistani gangsters living in Oslo. Obviously, it's subtitled in English. Whilst Googling for a link, to my joy, I discovered that a sequel had been made in 2014 called Haran. Sadly, I've got to wait till the end of September for the DVD release. One of the bands on the Isaac soundtrack was... Lucifer with the last song that the band released before they split up called Desolate City. We are liars, we are thieves, scheming dildos, dressed like cheap, dealing tragedy and false beliefs. We are liars, we are thieves, and with the dark street at 2 a.m., the creeping fears here, we are them. So put your face on your with a dark speed at 2 a.m.
and the start. you can stumble across a band simply by reading a Facebook comment. This is how I discovered Forbidden Dimension. I can't remember on what and on whose thread it was, but someone was saying that they hadn't had a chance to listen to the new Helicopters 12-inch, let alone the new Forbidden Dimensions album. So, of course, off I trot and find that the band had been going since 1998 and are from Calgary. On the strength of Every Twisted Tree Watches As You Pass, for that is the title of the band's new album, I'd say they have been listening to a healthy dose of The Misfits. This is The Lucifer Brain. The blood were mine Assuming the guise of a man Who is for the abandoned highway sign Seeks the marrow from behind
as we come hurtling towards the end of this week's show, I'm going to play you a track by the right here that has been taken from their brand new album, Stick to the Plan, the CD of which is available on Rumbar Records with the vinyl version out on Throwing Things. The track I have selected for your listening pleasure is Leaving for a Reason. Thank you for listening as the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show enters its ninth year. For the last two weeks, I've paid Facebook to promote the show. Not in some ego-boosting, look-at-me kind of way, but I still genuinely think that all the bands you've heard over the last 510 shows are, for some unknown reason, not played on the radio. And it is down to the likes of us to get them heard. Maybe the old saying, it's not what you know, but who you know really does hold true. If you've enjoyed the show, 
can you do me a favour and share it? If you go over to theparanoidschool.com, on the first page down at the bottom left-hand corner are seven social media networks that will automatically share the show if you click on them. Until next week, take it easy. Music